the good, bad, and ugly of annuities. Welcome to Retirement Tactical Money Management. Joe Cantu, Chief Investment Officer of Cantu Tactical Wealth Management, is your host and has over 30 years of experience in the retirement money management profession. He is a West Point graduate with a Master's in Business Administration and has worked for three of the largest Wall Street firms as a stockbroker and portfolio manager. The good, bad, and ugly of annuities. Let me just start off by saying that annuities are oversold, especially to retirees. It's interesting that most of the podcasters, these investment uh, planners, managers, whoever, uh, a majority of them are pitching uh, annuities, are pitching tax-deferred annuities, and they're primarily doing it for their own benefit, for the commissions that they make not really for the investment. So that's one of the hidden truths about annuities that uh, that I'm disclosing is the fact that in general a lot of these people who pitch annuities are doing it for their own commission. However, there are good things about annuities uh, and when they should be used. One of the situations is perhaps in a uh, if you're going into what's called a second marriage um, or just as an individual and, and you have uh, for example, say a doctor as well, that he maxes out his 401k or defined benefit plan and he can't put any more money aside. A good solution to that is to use a variable annuities. Now, I prefer variable annuities over fixed annuities because on a fixed annuity, uh, the money's not guaranteed. If the insurance company goes under, you can lose your principal. And, uh, and on, uh, it, there is no guarantee on annuities, period. You just got to understand that if you hear the word guarantee it's not true there is no guarantee because first off the insurance company is not backed by full faith and credit of the government they are not the government and if the if the insurance company goes down you can lose your money on a fixed annuity on a variable annuity the money is put into trust and the word variable means mutual funds and if the insurance company goes under you still have the remainder of what's left in your funds and trusts. so from my perspective uh, it it offers a, a more of a of a a promise of you can get a majority of your money back even if the insurance company goes under and I'm not going to say majority of your money back it depends on what you invested in because you could lose all your money if you invest in something very risky but anyway let's talk about some of the good things and I had mentioned before that if you're going into second marriage or perhaps uh, if you're a doctor now, in, let me address the doctor situation. In the case of the doctor, because he cannot put any more money aside, um, then he could put his money in a tax-deferred annuity, So, which, and you can invest in the market by using mutual funds inside the annuity. And then the money grows tax-deferred, so it is another savings type of vehicle. And in addition to that, and this also applies to the going into a second marriage, if you have money and you want to set it aside, after so many years, for example, in Texas, let's talk about estate planning. They have what's called look-back rules. And in the state of Texas, they have a five-year look-back rule. And after so many years, the money is considered a retirement asset in a uh, tax-deferred annuity. There is no other investment in the world, no other investment 
where you can put money in a regular type of investment and then all of a sudden boom it becomes considered a retirement asset the only investment that that ha that happens to is a tax deferred annuity now let's talk about this five-year look-back rule because it's very important to understand now in different states they may have seven-year look-back rules three-year look-back rules <clears throat> whatever state you're living in in the United States they have different look-back rules and what that means is that if the money's in a tax deferred annuity um, and then you get into a, a, a situation where you're being sued or an accident or something like that then the judge can look back and deem that the money was you were trying to hide assets and if you put money in the retirement account in the in the tax deferred annuity he can allow that money to be subjected to the other side so that they can get to that money but it after five years say in the state of texas for example uh, you can't touch it anymore it is considered a retirement asset but it doesn't mean that within that five years that it still can be considered a retirement asset that's why they call it a look back rule because it's up to the judge's opinion to look back on when the money was put in there and if the money was um, in there uh, to, to hide into a lawsuit so let me give you an example let's say that you're a doctor you had you put your money in, in a uh, tax deferred annuity and then you got into a car accident now then the guy sues you now he can sue the doctor for any assets but assets in the state of Texas that are retirement accounts are protected from lawsuit uh, now I'm not an attorney I don't give legal advice so you have to talk to an attorney like that and also know in the state of California there uh, uh, and we're registered investment advisors in California and Texas but California is a lot more liberal on on what's considered a retirement asset in other words even though it might be considered a retirement asset uh, because the laws are a little bit more liberal that the judge can allow the other side uh, the person suing you to invade those assets anyway it does depend on the judge and it does depend on the state but uh, in the situation of say the car accident if the money was already in there then in most cases uh, and again I'm not an attorney it would seem like the judge is going to rule in favor that those were retirement assets and no assets were behind hiding from the lawsuit but let's give a different situation and um, say that you know you were moving into a lawsuit with say a relative and then uh, you put money in your uh, tax deferred annuity to hide the assets and then say within uh, a year you got into the lawsuit and let me just tell you a quick story that actually happened to me I had a client that um, he was in a situation with his brother and uh, with me this client of mine he had a tax deferred annuity it was a rather large tax deferred annuity then all of a sudden just out of the blue this client of mine moved in an extra uh, two hundred thousand and, and put it in the tax deferred annuity now um, it, it just happened like out of the blue he calls me and he moves it in there and it was very unusual three months later he got it he was in a lawsuit uh, and and we were in a a club uh, uh, it was a uh, nonprofit organization I don't want to mention the name 
but we were in a nonprofit organization and we were at the meeting and then he told me he was talking to me about this lawsuit that he had with his brother. Well, sure enough, um, in the lawsuit, the judge, three months into it, the judge looked at his tax deferred annuity and in it, he noticed that there was a, an extra, you know, they subpoenaed the records. He noticed there was an extra 200000 that was moved in three months prior to the lawsuit. So it's interesting. Uh, and and the, the first part of that tax deferred annuity had been in there almost 10 years. So the second part of that tax deferred annuity, that last 200000 had only been there a year. So the judge allowed his the brother or the other side who was suing to have access to that 200000 of assets uh, to be included in, in, in the lawsuit up for contention. But he did not allow the previous money, the previous amount of the annuity to be included. So there you go. There is the look back rule applied in, in reality to um, uh, an estate situation. But in general, uh, you know, that those are that's probably the other other idea of a tax deferred annuity is some of these tax deferred annuities and this is the last good thing of a tax deferred annuity is that uh, let's say that an individual has cancer and that uh, some many of these tax deferred annuities offer like step up guarantees anniversary date guarantees and so for example say you put in a hundred thousand into a tax deferred annuity uh, you know you have cancer, you know you're going to die, but you don't want to take a lot of stock market risk, but you do have it in a variable annuity, which goes up and down with the stock market. Let's say a year from, uh, say two years from now, the uh, stock market goes down. So, um, and but because of the step-up guarantees, if you pass away and they have a death benefit with it, uh, they will give you the anniversary date of the higher benefit. Let me just say that this is a reality and this really happened to me. So here's another quick story. Um, I had a customer uh, and she had cancer and she came to me and she says, is there any way to guarantee my money that if I die that it will go to my siblings? I said, well, I said, some of these, um, I said, some of these insurance companies offer quote guarantees assuming that the insurance company does not go under I said they will uh, and I call it more of a promise to pay they will promise to pay you back the the highest anniversary value so if the stock market goes up then um, then you get the higher value if it goes down and that's actually what happened so I'm I'm going to change the numbers up to to protect the identity of my of this customer of mine who did pass away, but um, so let's say that she put in a hundred thousand, and the stock market went up to a hundred and five thousand. So say you know it went up five percent, you know it was a hundred five, and then next year the stock market went down to I don't know say it dropped fifteen twenty percent. Let's say it dropped down to ninety thousand dollars. And in her case, that's actually what happened is that, uh, that the percentages are, have, are changed to protect the identity. But the market did actually go down below her anniversary value. She did pass away, and the children were very concerned that uh, the siblings, you know, who were all adults, were very concerned that the market had gone down. And then when they looked at her statement, they saw that the cash value of the annuity was lower than um, uh, 
than the stock market was that that what she had originally put into to the annuity but I said the good news is is that we got what's called a death benefit rider and a step-up anniversary rider on it and it allowed the customer uh, or the siblings I should say to have the higher value so uh, when the annuity was in fact paid out it paid out the higher value the hundred and five thousand uh, not the lower value of the ninety thousand so those are three situations and where annuities actually in my opinion have a good benefit and again I like verbal annuities not the uh, the fixed annuities last now let's move into uh, let's take a, a quick commercial break but before this commercial break uh, I just want to tell you what we're going to be talking about in the next two segments in the next segment we're going to talk about the bad things about what's called uh, indexed annuities and they these these types of products are fixed annuities they're not variable and they're oversold to the uh, retire retirement population in my opinion so uh, let's uh, listen to the commercial first and then we'll we'll get back to that if you are unhappy with your retirement portfolio's performance and would like a second opinion I invite you to take advantage of a special offer for our podcast listeners a free second opinion investment portfolio analysis is available to you at no charge the second opinion compares fees and conducts a performance analysis. Please visit the Cantu Tactical Wealth Management website and complete the contact form on the contact tab to get started. Or feel free to call 305-491-0447 for immediate second opinion help. The firm is a fiduciary and registered investment advisor in the states of California, Florida, Georgia and Texas providing pure independent advice okay welcome back um, we're going to talk about the bad of the of annuities and then at the very end we're going to talk about the ugly of annuities and the ugly of annuities let me just say ahead of time is annuitization but let's first talk about the bad of the annuities now we're mainly talking about fixed annuities not variable annuities but in in fixed annuities many of these uh, podcast people who in investment managers financial planners whatever they pay big commission on fixed annuities let me just say this and it's very very complicated and what I will do is I'll do a podcast on later on just on uh, say fixed annuities specifically and I'll be talking about five years period certain, ten year period certain, different things like that. But overall, the bad thing about fixed annuities is the fact is when you, when you get your money in what's called a fixed annuity, there's it, it's it's an enticement at the end to um, get your get you to an annuitize is typically the objective of the uh, uh, insurance company or the agent or whatever because it's based on commissions but the the bad part about fixed annuities now I'm going to talk about indexed uh, equity uh, annuities because if you get a regular fixed annuity and let me give you an example you go to the bank 
you meet your teller and this is kind of the old way that these things were marketed to retirees and they say oh are you paying taxes on your money well you you can turn around and put your money in uh, uh, an annuity and not have to pay tax and they send you to go see the investment advisor and the uh, uh, who is when I say investment advisor assuming he's registered to sell variable annuities if he's not registered to sell variable annuities and he just sells f fixed annuities then he's not a registered investment advisor he's an insurance agent and if he calls you a registered investment advisor himself registered investment advisor that's a violation of the regulations and he can get in serious trouble for that so uh, on a fixed annuity they may put your money say in a five-year uh, an annuity and instead of say the CDs paying say 1% they pay you 2% so they'll pay you a little bit more um, and then your money grows tax deferred and then at the end of the tax deferred period you can take your money out and uh, you don't pay tax during that two-year period but when you take your money out you do pay taxes on the growth of that money now the risks that you have is that money is not guaranteed by the FDIC so when they use the word it's guaranteed beware it's not guaranteed because they are not the bank it's not FDIC insured so it's it's a promise to pay and so at the end if assuming that the insurance company did not go under it did not default then uh, you get your money plus the interest you didn't pay taxes on two-year period and when you get it you do pay taxes on the growth of that annuity um, but again if the insurance company or defaulted went out of business during that time you will lose your money you absolutely will lose money there's no question about it alright now let's talk about more of the bad some of the worst um, and I'll finish it up with a story on, on part of the bad of the indexed annuities before we get into the ugly but uh, in in they have what's called indexed equity annuities and the word equity is is they mean that the way that the uh, phantom account uh, runs inside the annuity it's based upon the market however your money is not in the stock market so let me uh, explain that and the word indexed means that they follow an index like the S&P 500 and that's the most typical index that people follow there's also the Dow Jones industrial average but most of them follow an index which is the S&P 500 index and so they'll link the the gain of that phantom account and I call it phantom because in an annuity there's two columns there's uh, and and if you're taking notes this is very very important to understand there's one value and I'm gonna call this the phantom value it's the phantom account value that is not real money it is a value that's running that's running inside uh, the annuity and uh, insurance agents like to call that the quote guaranteed value but it's not guaranteed understand that so this is the bad part of annuities then there's what's called the cash value I actually should say it the other way around there's the cash value which is your real money 
and then there's what's called the indexed value which is phantom money it's not real it's it's not money at all it's a phantom value and and they call that the guaranteed value but it's not real money the reason they call it the guaranteed value because it's not real money in other words they don't call it money they don't call it your money and if they do that's a regulation violation because it's not actual money it's just a value that's running along so I'm going to call it the phantom value the cash value if you read the fine print of your prospectus in the back you will find it only makes anywhere from one to two percent less than two percent so that's part of the bad parts of the annuity is your real money on an indexed equity annuity is really only earning one or two percent and it doesn't earn more than that and that's the interest that the insurance company pays you now if those of you who are quote teachers out there because there are annuities sold for teacher retirement systems um, and I'll just tell you a quick story I had one of our investment advisors Joshua Carvello he has um, he has a, uh, a relative who's in the teacher retirement system uh, I think in New York City I don't I don't remember where but they offer what's called a 7% guaranteed rate that they make every year well I mean l let's all be honest with each other how can you guarantee 7% any when the 10-year Treasury which is the safe investment in the world is only 0.7 it isn't even 1% so if they're offering you 7% guaranteed you should know with common sense that it's not guaranteed let's be honest with each other I'm gonna say that again you should know that anything above 1% is not guaranteed well there isn't anything guaranteed but especially seven come on give me a break so what happens is is that goes into what's called the phantom value and that's accumulating that's another account that's accumulating alongside so the way the indexed uh, equities uh, annuities work is they say okay so let's say if the stock market made 20 percent most of these indexed annuities have a max that they that you can make anywhere from from 10 to 15 percent and then anything above that you they don't guarantee that but that money that that gain uh, it's not money but that gain in value is added to the to what they call the guaranteed column which is really the phantom the phantom money what you need to understand is that's not money at all it's a value it's not money but in your mind they show it to you it comes out on your statement and you believe it's money but it's not money and it's not real that's the biggest thing you need to understand that column in my opinion is what I call the bait on the fishing line for the insurance company to get you to annuitize your money and I will tell you more of that in in, uh, in part three in a second so um, I'll just tell you a quick story so I went to see a prospective client and uh, in the state of Texas if you put more than in 50,000 or more than 50 percent rather in a tax deferred annuity that's a violation of the regulations they so uh, there was two two bad things that happened in this situation 
this individual, he went to church with these uh, two guys, and they would sit next to him, and uh, they called themselves investment advisors. Well, that was the first uh, violation, is they were not investment advisors. They were actually insurance agents. And I remember going to meet the guy. He sat there, and he argued with me that they were investment advisors. I said, no, they're not. I said, they're insurance agents. And I had looked them up on the system, and they, were, in fact, were insurance agents. They weren't investment advisors at all. So uh, I said, that's the first thing to understand. And I said, number two, I said, uh, how much money did you have that they put in there? And he said, well, all the money I have is 600 and, and I don't know, 700,000. And he says, I put 600, uh, I originally put 400,000 in, in, in this annuity, indexed annuity. The sad thing was that it was a, um, I believe it was a 15-year uh, annuity, if you can believe that. 15-year penalty period is what that means and it was crazy I mean the, the thing was absolutely crazy that means if you take your money out and I don't remember the particular details on this particular annuity but uh, I believe in my mind if you take your money out the first year you get a 15% penalty the second year 14% penalty the third year 13% uh, penalty and on down now, automatically, how can you say your money's guaranteed if, in fact, the very next year, if you want to pull it out, you have a penalty on your money? So you can't get your original principal. Well, since you can't get your original principal out, then your money's not guaranteed, right? <laughs> right. So what I'm telling you is you got to watch out for these words because there's this. that's not true. The money is not guaranteed. So anyway, and, and this was a sad thing because... Because it was a 15-year penalty period on this guy, his 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 uh, the commissions were somewhere between seven and ten percent that the broker made. So assuming that that uh, these insurance agents made, so assuming that it was ten percent, um, and I don't remember the you know what the penalty uh, the commission was on it, because um, you know that that I think that was disclosed in the contract. I can't remember, but. If it was or not, but they would have made forty thousand dollars on this guy. So I mean, it, you, you got to realize if they're taking forty thousand dollars out of the four hundred thousand, how can you start to make money on these things? A in reality, and then the guy argued with me and he showed me that the value was was like four hundred and fifty thousand, and I said, look, that's not real money. That's not real money. That's some some phantom number. I said, what's your cash value over here? And he said, oh, the cash value is 402000 I said, that's your real money, is your cash value, not the 450 And then he said, well, he says, I need to tell you that, that I put in more money. I said, what do you mean you put in more money? Well, they offered that if I put in uh, more than 100000 I would get another free 10%. Uh, so... Uh, I put in another 200000 uh, He says, I put in another $260,000. I said, what? He said, yeah. He says, I put in, I have a total of 660000 He says, but on that last $260,000 I put in, he kept 40000 out in cash in a savings account. 
he says, I got an extra 10%. I says, what do you mean you got an extra 10%? He said, so they gave me a bonus of 10%. So I got another $26,000 added to my account. Okay, people, if you're listening to me in this podcast, be alarmed. Alarm bell should go off. Who gives you free money? What financial institution gives you free money? Nobody does. Come on, people. Get real. And that's what this guy believed. That he got a free $26,000 by putting an extra $260,000 in his indexed equity indexed annuity account. It's not free. It's not real money. It's the hook. It's the bait. So this guy, so not only did they break the the Texas law of having more than 15% of this retiree's money in this account, I believe he was 66 years old or 67. But in addition to that, they got this guy thinking that his money is invested in the stock market and they got and and if you actually looked at the account, the account was over seven hundred thousand uh, dollars when he showed that to me. And I had to take the prospectus and I had to shake it and I had you know in, in front of the guy's face and I had to point to the page to look to see what his account was really earning and it was really earning I think one point seven eight percent or something like that, but it was earning less than two percent. I said that's your real money. I said, this is not money at all. It's a phantom number that gets you to to give your money up at the end. So what I'm saying to folks out there is that beware. So part of the bad parts of, of annuities is these indexed annuities. Stay away. If something happens to you, I mean, call your state insurance board and they can help you. That's what they're there for. They're to help the customer. They have a helpline. And uh, I assume every state, the states that we're registered in, all our states have uh, helplines for retirees, you know, especially for annuities. All right, we're going to take another commercial break. And and then after this, we're going to talk about the ugly of annuities. If you are retiring and would like a retirement plan proposal, just visit Cantu Tactical Wealth Management's website and complete the contact form on the contact tab to get started or feel free to call 305-491-0447 and ask for a retirement plan proposal. The firm is a fiduciary and registered investment advisor in the states of California, Florida, Georgia, and Texas, providing pure independent advice. Okay, welcome back. Let's talk about the ugly of annuities. And the ugly of annuities is called annuitization. So this phantom column that is uh, tied to your tax-deferred annuity, phantom phantom number, and they call it the guaranteed column, but it's not real money, is what I call the bait on the fishing line to reel you in. And the object of that phantom column is so that if you were to annuitize your money that uh or it's to get you to annuitize your money that they're going to give you a series of payments for life is what they tell you 
all right so the first thing to understand is that anytime you start to hear the word series of payments this is write this down take notes the word guaranteed income that's what they're going to call you call it the word guaranteed income does not mean guaranteed principal I'm going to say it again I want you to write it down this is the most important hidden truth about annuities that you need to know when a insurance agent says to you that you receive guaranteed income on an annuity the word guaranteed income does not mean guaranteed principal you can lose your principal maybe not all of it but you can lose a value of your principal and in most cases you will let me put it like this I've been in the business 30 years and on a guaranteed income now you know uh, on a guaranteed income payout if the customer dies before the end of the payout the insurance companies keeps the difference but in my 30 years of business I've never seen anybody outlive the the uh, annuity tables so what does that mean that means that the insurance company always keeps the difference but that's just part of, of what's what's ugly about them there's another part that's even uglier and the second part that's even uglier is that when you and your spouse pass away your heirs are left with nothing they're left with zero now you may think that's ugly but there's even a third part that's even uglier than that so let's go back to the beginning of this annuitization and first understand this if you annuitize your money number one so there's three parts to this ugliness so number one the first part to the ugliness is that they take your money your money is sold and the advisor gets a big commission that's not part of the ugly part but you can say it is so your money is gone for a promise of a series of payments the second phase of the ugliness of the annuity is that at the time of the second death assuming you choose joint survivorship and not single survivorship that your heirs are left with nothing the third ugliness is the amount of money that the insurance company could possibly make off of your money and that is never ever mentioned in any of these annuity contracts it's not in there in writing it's nowhere in writing because it's it's an unproven uh, unproven amount so let's first again go back to the beginning and talk about annuitization so when you annuitize your money so let's give the example let's say you have a million dollars in annuity and it's grown to a million or a hundred thousand if you want to use tens it doesn't matter and then when you go and turn around and you leave that million dollars in annuity to the um, you annuitize your money so let's say that you're looking at the um, annuity value and then on one side it says uh, the cash value say uh, a million hundred thousand 1.1 million but if you turn around and you look at what's called the guaranteed column or I call it the phantom value column it's actually it might say 1.4 million you know it's going to be some 
much bigger number. So what, what they say to you is that, hey, and say the stock market goes down. That's when they get you. When the stock market goes down and you're worried about your money and you want to and you want to get to your money. So in your mind, you think that you can get that 1.4 million, but you can't. You can't get it. You, the only way they give it to you is annuitization. So uh, you turn around, and you say, "Oh, I want that 1.4 million," but that's not real money. So they annuitize your money, and the word is basically it's sold. And at that time, the agent gets another huge commission for a promise to pay. And then they pay you, you know, a certain some checks every month. So let's say it's seven thousand dollars a month they're paying you, you know, and say over a period of 20 years is what they promise to pay. But when you go to pick the payment, you can pick single survivorship, which is the highest payment, or you can pick, and that's called period certain. There's five year, 10 year, 15 year. That's the highest payout. Or, but if you want to go joint, they pay you less. Now, come on, people. This is crazy. Who pays you less because you want to do joint survivorship? Well, annuity companies do. But if you did that on your own retirement account, you don't, and you're doing withdrawals, you don't pay yourself less. I mean, if you're, if it's you and your, it's your IRA account and you take a withdrawal, say you take $7,000 and then all of a sudden, you know, you die and then your wife, you know, she, she continues to it. She's going to get, uh, uh, it's the $7,000 is not going to go down. So. This is crazy, but in the annuity business, they actually pay you less. And then you can do five-year certain, 10-year certain, all this kind of stuff. But basically, the, the longer you go in time and then the joint survivorship, the less you get paid on this annuity. So here's the, the second part of the ugliness about it is that so let's say you get paid and say you pass away and then your wife gets paid say you pick joint and then she passes away and let's say out of the 1.4 million dollars over that length of period they paid out eight hundred thousand dollars now your original cat the actual cash value in your account is 1.1 million remember that that's what we did in this scenario but they only paid out eight hundred thousand during that time what happens to the difference they keep it the insurance company keeps it so remember what I said in the beginning that guaranteed of income does not mean guaranteed of principal. So from their perspective, they guaranteed to pay you income for life. Did they accomplish that? Yes, they did. They paid you income for your life, and then they paid you income for your wife's life. That's all they promised to pay you. They fulfilled their contractual obligations to pay you income for life. So income for life does not guarantee principal. In, it does not guarantee your original principal. So what happened to the difference of the, uh, say they paid you 800000 so what happened to the last 300000 The insurance company keeps it. Your heirs get zero. That's the second ugliness to it. But the third part, which is never disclosed, and I absolutely call this one of the hidden truths uh, in retirement and 401k planning, but basically is the fact that how much money does the insurance company make off of your money? And let's put some numbers to it. So in this particular case, we're talking about a million dollar annuity that this, that this retiree, you know, now this can be a pension. 
that you know you choose to take the pension or this can be in annuitization uh, or lump sum but we're going to cover that in, in a different podcast the lump sum versus taking the pension but in this particular case this individual annuitized it now let's talk about this because the goal of the insurance company is to make 10% on their money and they typically invest it in real estate and other types of different securities and, and uh, contracts and, and loans and things like that but they, they try to make 10% on the money that's what they try to do over time they're not trying to make 15% you know or 20 or anything the typical goal is 10% and why do I know this I know this because we have one of our investment advisors who actually knows uh, an individual who works with the insurance companies and he he knows the goal of these insurance companies again it's a goal doesn't mean they make it uh, all the time but it is their goal to make 10% on their money that's strictly a goal alright but let's put numbers to it uh, in this scenario alright now if you know the rule of 72's it means that's how long it takes your money to double so if you can earn 10% on your money then your money doubles every 7.2 years so in this example of a million dollars let's say that you gave the insurance company a million dollars for the promise to pay in a series of payment now so if you give them a million dollars and they invest it for 10% over 20 years say you live 20 years you and your wife say live 20 years and let's and then die after 20 years so uh, let's say that that happens and uh, say you're seven you're 70 and you die at 90 that kind of thing so in 7.2 years the 1 million doubles to 2 million and then in another seven years so now that's 14 years the money doubles to 4 million and then in another seven years that's 21 years so let's say it doubles to um, uh, from uh, I lost my train of thought sorry uh, so it went from 1 million to 2 million and then 2 million to 4 million and 4 million to 8 million there we go 8 million I'm back on track now uh, so let's say just for for purposes here we're gonna say instead of being 8 million we're gonna say it's 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 7 million dollars all right the money grew to seven million maybe you didn't make ten percent maybe nine something they made nine something on the money but say say it, it, it went to say seven million dollars so think about this after they even if they would have paid you the uh, 1.44 million you know which was their quote guaranteed column or their phantom income column but in reality let's say they paid you just a million dollars well they made seven million dollars so basically they paid you money out they made six million dollars off of your money in this hypothetical scenario six million they made six times or six hundred percent more money let's put it in percent that they walked away with your money let now let me put the shoe on the other foot let's say that that I had a million dollars and I came to you and I said hey Bob 
How about if I give you a million dollars and you promise to pay me $7,000 over the next 20 years? You'd say, sure. And you turn around and you take my million dollars and you'd invest it in the market, in the stock market or something like that. And you would turn around and you would make all this money. So now do you see? So what happens is when you annuitize your money, that basically means you're saying to, to that I don't trust myself to manage my money, to manage my investments. I don't trust myself that I think I'm going to lose my money so you agree to a series of payments or in the case of annuitization you look at that phantom column on the indexed annuity and you're enticed you are enticed to pick that number if if we were talking about a hundred thousand instead of a million you put in a hundred thousand you're looking at a a, a number of a hundred and forty thousand uh, versus say uh, making this up but say a uh, hundred and five thousand it's the same thing you're enticed to pick that number to annuitize your money and then they say oh well we guarantee you income for life but what did I tell you guaranteed income for life does not mean guaranteed principal so basically that's the last ugliness of the uh, of the tax deferred annuities um, I hope you learned something this is uh, an area in my opinion if you hear the word indexed annuity uh, and, you know, you should run. You should run away so far, and you should not do any kind of indexed annuities, in my opinion. Um, so, anyway, this concludes our podcast. Have a good day. Uh, well, we have investment disclosures at the end. Please take a listen. Joe Cantu, Chief Investment Officer of Cantu Tactical Wealth Management is your host and has over 30 years of experience in the retirement money management profession. He is a West Point graduate with a master's in business administration and has worked for three of the largest Wall Street firms as a stockbroker and portfolio manager. Over 10 years ago, he created Cantu Tactical Wealth Management, which actively balances and selects investments based on a tactical approach rather than the traditional strategic management method. Instead of the buy and hold philosophy, he believes in the pursuit of finding investments showing momentum, performance regardless of the direction of the market. His experience includes IRA accounts, 401k rollovers, trusts, endowments, defined benefit plans, 403bs, and 401k plans. Additionally, he served as a night college instructor for seniors, teaching high net worth retirement and estate planning for 14 years. Podcast views and personal opinions are for educational and entertainment purposes only and does not constitute a recommendation. Investing has risk of loss and you should consult with your own advisors for any financial decisions. Cantu Tactical Wealth Management and Joe Cantu are a fiduciary firm and registered investment advisor in the states of California, Florida, Georgia, and Texas providing pure independent advice and money management.